And we're back. I don't even know how long we're going this time. But like, yeah, we're back. <laughs> it's the Football Talk Squad. And we've got we've got AC today. Other than that, it's the usual suspects. We've got Gaz, Simba. I'm going to start with the guest. AC, how are you doing, bro? What's going on? What's good, my G? It's good to be back after a really, really long time being back on the pod. I don't know who to blame for that. Maybe it was uh, Dickie, I think, probably. Yeah, it is. It's always Dicky. He's the admin. He's the one who's <laughs> going to be handling these things. So I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe why? Other, uh, why am I already being put on the on the chopping block? Already? All right, bro. All right. There's no beef, but uh, it's good to be back. I can't lie. It's good to be ready for the Premier League season to talk about uh, what we love the most. I guess you already know the vibes. Simba, since you decided to button anyway after being a bad person, how are you feeling, bro? Oh, these days I'm really the villain. You know. Uh, <laughs> Like everything I do is just um, being criticized. No, it's cool. But anyways, no, I'm good, bro. Um, alive for a while. Yeah, man. You're the propaganda machine, and that's where you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the problem with Diggy. He's a propaganda machine, bro. Like your Twitter is just spitting. <laughs> My Twitter is always spitting facts, whether you like it or not. I don't know yes, about spitting. I don't know about facts. I just said it's always spitting. When someone says spitting, usually they put facts at the end. So next yeah, time but it's a I different did, word. I didn't though. I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I okay. Didn't. okay. Okay. Let me no, let me not say spitting. Let me say spewing. Oh, spewing. Okay. Okay. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> I don't care. So but no, I've been good. I've been all right. Um, just yeah, happy that footy's back, and yeah, um, looking forward to the season. No, I feel that. I feel that. And finally, guess like how how are you feeling? I'm just happy football's back. Um, we got our signing as Chelsea fans that we wanted. We wanted an elite striker. We got that in Lukaku. And I just look forward to see the new narratives. A lot of teams have made signings. And I'm just looking forward to everything. Ah, I feel that. Like, yeah, speaking speaking of signings, like we're gonna we're gonna go in straight into how they're going to affect the teams and we'll go like to the top of the table naturally and we're already thinking who's going to take it all because the prem is not like you know there's no in the prem there's no psg that signed messi like how how are you guys seeing like the prem right now like i'll, I'll give that one to simba first how are you seeing like the winner of of the prem who are you seeing the winner as yo i think yeah this season um it's pretty peak, bro, because like every single team is making some sick signings. Um, you look at City, they've just splashed the cash on Grealish. Lord Grealish, by the way, just to address them correctly. Never um, forget. <laughs> never forget. Um, and they're still looking to bring in Hurricane. I don't know whether that deal is going to go through. But if they do get that deal, then you've got a City team that's already strong. And now they're adding in two more players or arguably the best players in the league. It's already mad. You look at Manchester United, for all the criticism that I have of Oli and most of us do, they've gone on and bought Varane and Sancho, who are very good players. So you look at them and you look at their team. It's pretty lit. Chelsea... As as the time as the time of recording today, this signed announced Lukaku, which is a big signing because we've literally missed a striker for the last couple of years, and now we've got someone a, a gunman who's gonna more or less take us to the next level and close the gap on Man City. So you look at all those signings, and even Liverpool, Van um, Dijk coming back, of course, you won't. I don't think he will be at that level as he was before his injury, but but. 
he's still a massive player for Liverpool. And they've gone on also signed Konate, who's another top defender. So you look at all these teams and these guys, it's just going to be a mad Premier League season. Um, I'm, I'm writing something currently and I'm always, I've already stressed that this season, I don't expect it to be one team pulling away. I really expect it to be a really close race because of course right now people are predicting City to win. But... I don't think that that's going to be the case seeing as a, seeing the many teams that are really spending the money and trying to win the Premier League. So, yeah, man, this season is actually going to be it's going to be lit. I'm going to say Man City are going to win it. I still think City are the team to beat, but I don't expect them to win by a landslide as they did last season. I, I see. I see. Like, I feel like City, yeah. They're fun to look at right now, but until that Kane signing goes through or not goes through, that's when I'll probably assist them. At this point, all we know is that they're going to be playing. They're going to be playing against Kane at the start of the season. So yeah, like City's obviously the scariest potential team, but right now, yeah, you have to look at the others like Chelsea, like you already mentioned, Diki Lukaku's back, Luku's back. We've been seeing the hashtags doing the rounds on Twitter. And yeah, not to sleep on United. I, I, I'm honestly scared of United this season, not going to lie. That Sancho signing has me like, yeah, thinking that this team can be a bit dangerous. AC, what are, what are you looking at? Who are you looking at as the winners because of their signing? I think, like you mentioned, I think Diggy and I had a conversation at the end of last season and just looking forward like towards this season where we could see it shaping up that this is probably going to be the, the most highly contested Premier League uh, title for a while. I think for the last few seasons, it's been easy to just pin down two teams then talk about the battle for top four. But this time, it's like a bit, a bit more edgy. You can't like be able to start the season and put all your all your money, all your eggs in one basket and say, sit, you're going to win it. Even though those are the favourites and they are my favourites to win it. But like when you look at how certain teams finished last season, like in particular and just like how they do look like they have like a very very strong winning mentality where it's just they may not play the best on the day but they're learning just to get results done and I think when it comes to like winning titles and winning big things you do need to have that and you know that they are capable of playing good football and not to not to hype you guys up as much but as well as other teams like United last season was they they they, they came second you have to give them that and like even though you don't really like Pushing United propaganda, yeah, they came second. You got to give them that, but like, and they've made two, two, two really good signings, two really good signings, and I think in in terms of pressure, I think this is Oli's the year of Oli's pressure where he has to get something out of it, and he'll be. And I think like the the United faithful won't be they won't be happy with just getting to an EFL Cup final or whatever. So they, there is like a, a big demand around all the big clubs and I think Liverpool want to respond because last season we gave them the, the we have so many injuries thing but with everyone coming back they, they have a reason to respond. They have Anfield back. So there's so many factors which are coming in and you're seeing that yeah, it's not going to be straightforward but I do see City taking it being pushed I think all the way to the end by Chelsea and I feel United and Liverpool will also be around there but I expect them maybe to drop off towards the end unless United get that uh, I call it luck of being knocked out of Champions League early so they can focus on one tournament then that's when it will become a bit more interesting but yeah City are favourites but it's going to be very very interesting and I think the, the first 10 games are going to be very crucial because yeah I don't see much in it nah, like yeah I feel that especially I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like confidently go out and say that City are favourites until, like I said, until they get, that's a pending thing. But yeah, like AC already said, it, uh, apparently, apparently we don't like pushing United propaganda. I think it's just Dicky, to be honest. But <laughs> in fact, um, let me actually read what Dicky was saying in the chat. 
Why are you trying to hide from the audience, bro? Diggy said he's not scared of United. And he said he's not scared of United because of Pip, Klopp, and Tommy Tuchel. So he said United aren't doing anything. So he's basically implying that United at best will finish fourth. Uh, like, listen, listen. First of all, you addressed Tommy Tuchel wrong. It's two squared turbo T. <laughs> Let's get that correct. Now, nah, listen, like, don't get me wrong. United have a good team. They really do. But I always say this, and I always tell AC this, is that the manager is the bottleneck, and that will never change. Like, you can put so many great players in that team, and they will, at times, save them because the players, they're match winners. So they will save them at times. But at some point of the season, the manager is going to have to do something to change the game. And I don't think Ole will ever become that a Man United. That's why I'm saying that. I don't think you'll do anything in the Premier League compared to all these other guys. That's what I'm saying. Please, clip this. Please clip this. Back. <laughs> just then, just have it saved. No, don't <laughs> worry. We'll, we'll put it on the IG page. We'll, we'll put it on the IG for, page. For, for May. For May 2020. Now, no, you guys will clip it. It's fine. Cool. Let's get it. <laughs> You know the vibe. But yeah, how about you guys? Well, well, what are your assessments? I don't know why people are so pessimistic about United. United are probably finishing in the top four. Yes, Ole is not the most tactical away manager. But in terms of bringing a group of players together and finding momentum and chemistry, I think the signings of Sancho and Varane can go a long way to United. And that means doing better than last season. They were second last season, and I think they might even be third. Yeah, I, I understand that, because, like, like, you know, like, as much as we slander that that, uh, that Ole guy, like, he's been on a somewhat upward projection in terms of league position. Obviously, league position does is, like, masking, like, everything that happened. But then again, you can argue that he got to the final of the UEFA Europa League after finishing third, which is like a roller coaster of things. Like you are expected to, you know, you know, be in the latter stages of Europe after being third in the Champions League. Did you just yeah. put in FC in the chat? Dude, imagine. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> like <laughs> improvement FC. Why am I being exposed today? <laughs> Nah, dude, the improvement FC is a bit harsh. Like, I think they're a squad you can't like fully sleep on. They're not, yeah, they're not, they're not a club that you can just say that you can write them off. Like, I was saying, like I'm saying, they've been on an upward projection. With United, so, uh, they, they have no weaknesses. If you were to say, for me, it's that defensive midfield position is, is too sketchy. It's it's way too sketchy because it's, Man, that's, it's not. Not Mac MacFred is the truth, bro. MacFred. <laughs> you see, Those when you say stuff are... like that, when you say stuff like that, that's when I end up thinking that you're trolling. I can't believe I just heard that. Flip, I need to keep my ears. Because what they do, bro. <laughs> you know, you know what? Now that we've talked about MacFred, let's go to the next topic, <laughs> which is surprise package. <laughs> oh my days! I can't believe I heard that. You know. <laughs> Guys, please keep going. I, I know this may not be a surprise package, but like keep going and then tell us who what your surprise package this season is going to be. I think we lost guys on the line there. So then we just like take it straight to Simba. Simba, who are your surprise package? Ignore the McFred thing. Maybe it was like too hard that the network was like, ah, nah, stop lying. And then he cut him off. <laughs> uh, you don't want to defend. Gaz is a low key United um, follower, you know. I've been saying. <laughs> The statements he makes are quite shady for a Chelsea fan. <laughs> not even shady. Lie. <laughs> I'm not. Bro, even can you not lie. see my 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 real profile, bro? Right, it makes sense. 
Hey, it's making sense. Hey, it's nah. nah, I'm just playing. Lose <laughs> for life, bro. I will see you. We see you. Now we yeah, see you. Yeah, just tell us about your surprise package, bro. Tell us. All right. So then, like, going straight into surprise packages, Simba, like, who in general do you see is going to be, like, surprising entity? Like, it could be player, it could be club. Who, who do you think is going to be surprising? Yeah, I'm going to go for Leeds. I think Leeds last season, I think probably everyone can agree that they were the most entertaining team in the league. They played some high-octane football, possession-based style, and they gave a lot of teams around for the money, despite, at times, their defense was a bit leaky, and they conceded quite a number of goals, but they scored more than the opposition and they won and they stayed up. I think they finished ninth, which is very, very good considering that they were in the championship and then they came up. So, and playing that type of football and staying up, you have to give them credit. But I think the season is important for them because now it's the second season, you know, teams have um, clocked how you play and yeah, they will know how to play against you. So I think it's, it's important for them that, they keep the momentum going and that they don't have the second season syndrome like like Sheffield. So, yeah, I'm going for Leeds as a surprise factor. I think this season they will once again show that they are the team that they were last season. And I, I actually expect them to maybe push for European um, spots. I think they do have the spot that they can do that. Also, factoring that they're going to play one game a week. I think they should be with another North London team, cough, cough. But <laughs> I think they, they've got the, um, the makings of, of surviving this season. And yeah, even, as I said, pushing for European football. So yeah, I'm definitely going for, for Leeds as hey, a price be, package. Be specific. Be specific to North London team because both those Adams are struggling. <laughs> that's very true. That's, that's true. Good point. Hey, but no, one is in the conference league. The other one uh, staying at home. So I don't know. Which one is that one? You tell me, bro. <laughs> the slender, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going for Leeds. I think Leeds will, will have another great, great season. I feel that. Um, speaking of the man who supports one of these North London clubs that just got hit with amazing slander. AC, <laughs> who do you see being the surprise pack? Nah, first to address the, the slander. That's life slander. I said it last season. I'd rather not be in Europe than play and I'm Michelin, bro, in Conference League. I can't doubt. That's That one is embarrassing. But then if you don't win it, it's even worse. So I was like, exactly. you can put that on Spurs and they can bottle that and we can laugh at them to get but um, yeah like I was talking to even see Diggy probably stole this from me because I was talking to him about the same team like Leeds is the the, the one I would go to say because that's like my safe bed because it makes sense to, to talk about Leeds and how well they played last season and the point we were making was like how we know Leeds like in terms of the, the club the, the city's club that kind of thing where their fans are the soul of the team and last season they didn't have the fans with them and like and as much as every other team didn't have the fans like their fans but we know that Leeds are are a team that feeds off the crowd and I think with the crowd this year they can be very very dangerous at home because last season they were able to pick up points at home against I think City Arsenal and one other big team and I think more of that could happen where they could actually start getting bigger wins at home and bigger wins away at the same time. They've invested well. They got Junior Firpo from, from Barcelona, which oh, may Barcelona? help. Oh, that's a good buy. Which may help in terms of sealing up uh, those, those holes we saw last season. And um, yeah, hopefully we can just get some more entertaining Bielsa football and Bielsa into But I'll just throw a risky one that I want to, to see I at the end of the season. <laughs> but we'll just, see, we'll just see how the season pans out. I'd love to see 
Brentford be a surprise package because I do I do have a one of my friends who's actually a proper Brentford fan and he's been telling me all about it for maybe the last three years that they have like been fighting promotion and then losing it at the end and playoffs and playoffs and playoffs and finally coming up and like the season they were able to hold on to I think most of their players if not all of their players so it'll be interesting to see a new a new club in the Premier League and as well as how they adapt in terms of like the, the different players they have. And I think, of course, everyone will be waiting to see how Ivan Tony settles in the league and if he can um, continue on that streak or if he's going to do like a, a, a team of Buki where he comes bags in the first few games and just goes quiet for the rest of the season. So mm. be, I, I think Leeds will be a surprise, but I want Brentford to be the surprise package for the season. Nah, I feel that. Yeah, well, Brentford will have to wait and see. They've got an easy fixture to start with, to be fair, tomorrow. Oh. Are they are they playing Spurs tomorrow? I thought they were playing Austin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know what Diggy will have to say about that one. Okay, so I'm just gonna go and go ahead and name my surprise package. And it's going to sound like it's going to sound fun. It's not gonna sound funny. It's not it's gonna sound obvious initially, but I think where I'm going to put them is going to be like where people are gonna be like, wait, hold on. I think Aston Villa, and reason why is I put them in Europa League spots. I think that despite losing Jack I, I don't know if you guys saw the CEO like speaking about you know the reason as to why uh, uh, Grealish was sold and it was because of that funny release clause and they said you know that like because of that they're going to split Grealish's workload into you know different players and that's why Buendia Bailey and Danny Ings are now like in the club and I think you know, it's something that's going to be very smart in terms of like uh, team usage, how the team is going to work. And Dean Smith has, I think so far, has shown that, you know, he's a manager that's worth his salt. You know, like the opposite. He's like a reverse Sean Dyche. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm going to call him. A reverse Sean Dyche. You know, more positive and yeah, almost getting like the same results, slightly better depending on who you ask. But yeah, Aston Villa is definitely going to be my surprise package. What do you guys think about that as in like Aston Villa in general? Yeah, I think Aston Villa are something that like Arsenal should look at in terms of how you go about your business. Like there's spending lots of money and then there's spending money in the right areas and understanding that you have to like be able to picture where you are in terms of your, your club and where you want to go and how you're going to get there. And that's what they've seen. I think it was obvious from probably January that Jack Grealish was going to leave. And from then, that's when they started planning on how they were going to to fix that hole. And I think with the players they've got, I think they do have a potential of filling that hole. And, and in a way, I think if everything clicks going forward, it could actually be an improvement to the squad because these three players that they've got can produce the numbers Grealish had and more in terms of getting a striker who can score 20 plus goals in a season. It has done so with substandard, substandard delivery and substandard supply with Danny Ings and getting exciting players like Wendy and Bailey who can if they, if things go right, that, that can that can cause a big problem within the league. So it's something that I, I understand why you've chosen it. And it would be, I think that's the thing I would expect them to do all because of how well they handle their transfer business. So that's why I would not put them in my surprise package. But I do understand like why you put it because you're putting them in finishing basically top six, which yeah. would be which would be very, very, very surprising for them. And it would be something that I guess that they're shooting for because yeah, you don't spend that kind of money if you're not trying to make it back in, in Europe, I guess. Exactly. Wait, but before we even go into Simba's opinion, AC, did you just slander Southampton? What do you mean? I do mean the last slander. You talked about Ings getting substandard delivery. What did you mean yeah, by that? In the season when Ings scored 21 goals, tell me who provided most of the assists. 
Was it was it James? No. The goal will be silent. This one, he was, he was banging goals from scraps, bro. He was banging goals from scraps. <laughs> if you go watch his, his, his highlights, you can just tell that like he wasn't getting Buendia level, like kind of assist or Grealish level, all these ones. Like De Bruyne, it was literally just get the ball to his feet and go find some random space and score. Now, when he, where, where he's going, we expect him to be getting a bit more because he has like amazing midfielders like Marvellous and Akamba around him, you know. So we do expect <laughs> him to be getting a better service, but I like not, not slow, like I won't slow into Southampton and say that, but they aren't the best in terms of creating chances. That's why about half their goals are from set pieces because, you know, the dawn is over the free kicks. But yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, that's what they had and that's what he was able to produce. It's just like he's just a, he's a goal scorer. He's a poacher and that's what you, you do need that in your team at the No, I feel that that's fair. So, and Dickie, what's your take on... Aston Villa potentially finishing in the top six? I mean, like, I think AC hit the nail on the head. I think they they have signed a lot of quality players, man. Bendia, Danny Engs, Leon Bailey, all these guys are, are replacing Jack Grealish because you can't replace Grealish with, with one player. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Aston Villa, they, they have a good opportunity to finish in the top six because, I mean, look at... Even just the mid-table teams around them, Arsenal aren't in the greatest of places. West Ham, despite them finishing, I think was it six last season? I don't know who they have signed this season, so I don't know whether they're going to... I think they probably will drop off. Why aren't you guys saying Crystal Palace? Palace, again, bro, I think they're they're a good shout, but then I'm not too convinced on Vieira because I'm not sure what how he what his management think, style uh, is so. Zaha Zaha and um, Gay and Gallagher can make a huge difference I feel like the thing with Crystal Palace that was handicapping them was the style of football though I agree I think I think it changes that I agree I really do agree you're spot on bro I think that's a very positive change for them and also another fact is that they also had a lot of players who were quite who were aging and Again, who didn't really suit the, the football. Milivojevic and them. Yeah, and KO and all those guys. So I think it's a, it's a good thing that they've revamped their squad and refreshed it. So there could be another team. But again, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm not too convinced on Vieira because I haven't seen enough of him or I don't know how his managing, management style will translate to the Premier League. So, yeah, um, even just going back on Villa, I think they do have an opportunity to be in the top six. But again, I don't know with the, I think with their signings, I don't know whether they will be able to to cope and to, you know, take them within the top six. I mean, they have all been playing in the, in the Premier League, but, you know, losing a player of Jack Grealish's quality, sometimes it can have a massive effect on the team. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I think they do have the potential, but it just depends on how other teams perform around them. That, that's fair. That's fair. So let's go, let's go to the flip side. Let's go to the flip side. And Diggy, stay on the line. Who, who are you going to see disappointing? Like, what club do you look at or what player do you look at and you're saying, okay, the hype that these guys are getting and what they're going to produce is not the same. And it's negative. Like, who do you see? I am really on the chopping block today. Everything sticky first, sticky first, sticky first. Wow. Yeah, let's go. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's calm. It's calm. Um, 
Disappointment. Again, people probably say propaganda or I'm hating, but oh, again... no, he's about to say United, isn't he? I have to, because... Listen, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> See, you guys this are trying has, to make... This has to be clipped. Like this... You know, as you're talking about things that have to be clipped, nah, this this, this one. <laughs> I see people going to think I'm a villain or I love talking about this Man United. This one has to be clipped, clipped and saved, bro. Like, put it in a special... Waiting, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my days hey, leave me alone i'm just speaking my mind isn't that's what we're here for speak our truth yeah big facts big facts but now on a real though like again i think Gaz even said it. a lot of people have said it on the pod already that man united have got a great squad i'm not even gonna sit here and lie and say now nah, they're whack they've got one of the best squads in the league even we can even say a starting 11 they've got one of the best you can't take mm-hmm. that away from them. But for me, it's always the case of their manager, bro. That's always going to be my thing about them. It's why, like, for me, when you play Man United, I'm not scared of them because of the guy who's in charge, you know. And I always, and I think he's, he is the bottleneck in that team. Because if we give that team to any other manager in the world, bro, Man United are winning. And everyone knows it for a fact. But because Ole is in the job, I'm just not, I don't fear Man United. So I think, that's for me that's the potential disappointment I do think they will improve this season I do think they will probably win maybe a Carabao Cup or one of these trophies but again are Man United fans satisfied with that do they want to win a Carabao Cup an FA Cup or they want to be challenging for the Premier League and the Champions League and if so is this guy the right manager to do that I'm not convinced and I don't think I'll ever be convinced so I do think you all that will be the potential disappointment this season, despite the great squad that they have. So yeah, I'm not hating guys. Let me just get that out there. I'm not a hater. Mm. I really am not. But again, it's just the manager that's holding you guys back in, in reality. Yeah, you have to be really careful because you're speaking on Gaz's team. So you know Gaz- you might just Guys already <laughs> clipped this. Guys already clipped this. Uh, why am I coming into it? <laughs> now nah, everyone's getting it today. I'm a Chelsea supporter. God damn. <laughs> now we're just making sure it gets. I'm just. I'm an objective person. <laughs> Me, I don't have agendas. Diggy is a gender. Oh my days! All he does that... is just speak on agendas. Ah, Diggy's got agendas. bro. He is Twitter personified. That's that's what <laughs> I call him. He's Twitter personified in one person. That's big fake. Oh my days! Nah, you guys don't paint me as a villain. <laughs> I'm a good guy, quote unquote. <laughs> good guy, yeah, quote unquote. But while we still got guys, like guys, who are who are going yeah. to be like your disappointments? Who do you see messing up? on the big stage can you repeat that like who do you see like being a disappointment it could be a team it could be a player like who do you see oh i see probably arsenal if that counts i think arsenal <laughs> if that counts <laughs> nah, i don't know what the expectation is these days <laughs> nah that's a cheap shot nah nah nah, nah. doesn't count and low key ah. they could be fighting relegation or like even completely missing out on europa they've got no European football, there's no excuses, but I can see them flopping. Yeah, that'll be tough. I think that'll result in Arteta's job. It's a, like, it's an explosion waiting to happen right. here. You'd, you'd be surprised. Owns renew his contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe maybe 
in terms of like Arsenal's history, in terms of how big is history, I understand that being a disappointment. But I don't think anyone really in the football world is expecting much from Arsenal this year. Like it's one of those things where you're just seeing them and just hoping that they stay, that they, that they can stay in competing range with, I guess, the top half of the team. Because mm, <laughs> uh, what's going on at the Emirates there is insane. <laughs> It's not proper. Nah, but uh, I'll see. Nah, like it's one of those things. But uh, yeah, for me, yeah, if I was to put disappointments, I'll put my team there. Potential disappointment. It's underlined that potential, potential disappointment. Gaz <laughs> <laughs> is uh, moving yeah. mad in the chat. I at least he, 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 he's, he's being respectful, bro. He said, he said sorry. <laughs> he was like, nah. It's one of those things. I would put my... I would put no, my I just myself. have to be honest with myself. <laughs> compared to everyone else and compared to Leicester or Aston Villa or these small other teams. Arsenal's just not doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you're just wondering. There. But I'm an I'm I'm optimist these days. So I believe in Arteta. I believe. Top 10. Top 10. <laughs> People believe in you guys the FA Cup though. FA Cup is in region. The daily trophy. There's uh, no trophies in region. You win that out of once every once every two, three years, and hopefully it's again this time. But uh right now Arsenal are just trying to survive, bro. Let's <laughs> just, <trying> <laughs> just, just trying to make sure that, that Anna Obama and his kids are fit at the end of the day, right now. Uh, <laughs> and they're winning against win. Chelsea. The standard Adam. If we beat you, that means you'll win big trophies. So just let us win in uh, next week. Because that means you'll, you'll be up for a big trip since come. You know what? There's actually low-key sound logic in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, do you think Grealish would be a flop? Would be the biggest disappointment? Grealish. Oh, that's, 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 that's a good angle to, to push for this question. Please. <laughs> please you know, can stop it. Stop it. Hey. I'll, I'll, I think I probably have the strangest take on this. Like, it depends on one person. Grealish's success depends on one person. And not one person, but the status of him rather. And I think that person is Bernardo Silva. Because, like, there's been speculation that Bernardo is going to go to, like, Atleti now because of Grealish's arrival. And I think if Bernardo Silva stays, Grealish is in trouble. If Bernardo manages to find a club before the end of this transfer window, then I think he'll be all right. Mm, I don't agree. Bernardo, like, not aspect would he trouble Grealish, bro, because they don't even play in the same position. Ah, you know, on that front, I now, I now disagree. Like, I think... It would be a very, it would be very accurate to classify them broadly as offensive midfielders, both of them. I think the only difference would maybe be sides. Like obviously Grealish can't play on the right wing, at the same way Bernardo on the left won't be as effective. But to say that both of them are offensive midfielders that are versatile, I think would be a very accurate statement. Would it not? It would, because the way I see Grealish being used as City, it's either him playing out wide. Or playing in the number ten on or number eight, the attacking midfielder role. So unless I don't know, I don't see how it really affects them because again, City are always rotating their midfielders. So I mean, they can coexist within the same team. But as you said, Bernardo already wants to leave, and papers already come out and said that yeah, man wants to leave. So I don't know, man. I don't know if he's gonna be. If Rob, the the way I see it is, if Grealish is gonna flop, it'll be mm. simply down to how Pep utilizes him. Whether Pep takes away his, um, because Grealish sometimes he is a maverick. So whether Pep says, now nah, you know, you can't do this maverick stuff anymore. You have to play within my system and makes him a system player like what he did to Morris. Then that's mm. the only way I can see him being limited and being a flop. But otherwise, I don't, I don't think so. Can't flop that yeah, hard though. This, I, f- I find this very historic that. 
Diggy won't slander an English player. <laughs> the, <laughs> this is the only English player that doesn't play for Chelsea that Diggy will always back. That man has said that Grealish is flopping won't depend on him, will depend on Pip. That shows you how much this one loves Grealish. Bro, because Grealish, Grealish is the man, bro. That's my guy. That's my favorite player, like top five favorite players in the league. So I'm my favorite English player. Hey, I'll back him. So allow it. Respect, respect. I think Grealish only flops a city flop, I feel. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be mutually exclusive. I think if City mess up, Grealish messes up because that system or that team clicks, everyone clicks. Everyone looks like a superstar. Ruben mm. Diaz with Portugal and you saw that when a team isn't clicking, he can be exposed. That's the thing. Not that he's a bad player, but it's just that system does elevate or the performance that team does elevate everyone's status. And that makes sense. A winning team as everyone in a winning team looks better than they actually are at times. So I think if Grealish doesn't play well, it won't just be down to him not playing well, him not doing well, but it will be down to like City underperforming in some aspect. But at the same time, I hope Wolves don't classify him not playing well by by his stats because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it is a yeah, big dude, one. Because like, even right now, if you if you pull up uh, Grealish's stats, they're not, nothing, you know, they're they're not nothing, looking right about them. But it's, you, when you watch him play, you know he is a very good player. Exactly. You know, you know, once you come with the, the Bruno scored this many more goals than Grealish, and Bruno has this many more assists than Grealish, and Grealish is a flop and 100 million. No, 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 no. You know, the Bro, I, I had people, <laughs> I had people comparing uh, Grealish to Iwobi the other day on this, just because of stats. 20, 20, 21st century, bro. You know, and just turns use what they can use to try slander good players. If you if you look at stats every day, you will find ways to make Mustafi a better defender than, than Van Dyke, but it's okay. I forgot about Mustafi, not gonna lie. Ah, no, I don't have a permanent memory. He's invented himself in my memory. Don't worry about that. I always bring. But yeah, <laughs> I think I, I do think Grealish will do well, but it will be very interesting because no matter what, his price tag will always be used to to weigh if he's done well. So that's where the problem comes. Nah, I feel that. I feel no, that. but you have to look at it at AC. You need to look at it as a practical point of view. Of the transfer fee is always going to play a part. It's an investment. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yes, there's the football aspect of it, but if he doesn't play well, he needs to be slandered. If that was a kid from a young black kid from France, we're going to be talking about him being a flop, all these negative aspects. But if for Grealish, it's a learning curve. I've just noticed the different talking points and I find it very hypocritical. It's weird. Oh, no, 100%. I, I back that. I feel like if someone needs to be called out, needs to be called out. But we just want it to be justified and not kind of at the agenda kind of, kind of energy way. You, you look for small, 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 small little things that, that happen and you say, oh, yeah, it's a waste of money kind of thing. Yeah. Because it's, it becomes more, like like you said, just agendas more than actually trying to analyze football. But I do agree that, like, as if, if he messes up, then you have to you have to look at the investment and say the investment hasn't paid off. Similar to what, to Arsenal right now with Pepe. Like, you can say he's shown glimpses that he's a good footballer, but as, as it stands right now, 72 million, the investment was was about maybe double the amount that he's produced. So I'd say if you had bought him for 36 million, people would sit down and be content with what he's produced. But because he was 72, you say he has a flop and he has underperformed. So I do I do get what you're saying. So yeah, he does have a lot that he has to bring to City to, to justify why why they, they spend that much on him. But I do feel like when it comes to a team like City, that that you spend so much money on them won't really affect 
the, the city fans or the city team as it's because at the end of the day they did spend what 15 million on John Stones maybe four years ago and he's I think he's only come good now so it's one of those things where you have to be a bit more open not open-minded but I guess like, yeah the same thing that what you're saying is how the the English media would slander a, a, a black man from France coming in for that much more money but they will give Jack Grealish time to settle into the pip system kind of thing and you do know those inconsistencies and they will always be there but yeah big facts big facts uh, now we, we don't even need to get into that that English text yeah I think someone mentioned in the chats as well like uh, oh no it was just Dickie mentioning Bruno text of, of course we're not even talking about United but United feature that's crazy bro that's actually crazy. Wow, no, 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 no. This is so unfair. I said this when he was talking about stats. Now all of a sudden, I'm being called up. Nah, you know, this oh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. My question is, we were talking about stats, right? Yes, and I put in Bruno yeah. tax. Now all of a sudden, so, you're bringing out so we Bruno tax. Wait, so we weren't even talking about United. We were talking about nah, stats see, in general, me, right? Can you know, say, my boy, I say Bruno. I see. Thank you. I say Bruno. So yeah, nah. I saw the Message in at the right time. Don't worry. Now people really want me to get cooked. I always. I don't. The Honda's on your back. The Honda's on your back today. Nah, I'd actually sit that one up. Like I, you know, I just looked into the chat. I was like, hold on, I can twist this. <laughs> nah, but AC saved you. But yeah, I guess we'll just like then like wrap her up a little and ask in terms of like individual awards. Like, who are you guys having? I think get. Best playmaker, best best playmaker, top goal scorer, golden glove, best young player, and then PFA, player of the year. So those are five forwards. So just like reel them out. This time since Simba complains that I start with them, I'll start with AC. Like from those five, who you got? Okay, say, say, so we said golden glove. We talked about this one before saying it's actually like so many factors behind. Because yeah, it depends on the teams, but I'll go with same as last season and Edison will win it. I lied, 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 I lied. Ben, men, men do it. <laughs> men do this, 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 this is what I care about the most. I feel like men do it. Chelsea, Chelsea look, always look hard to break down. And it's one of those things where I think last season he didn't have as many games as the rest, but his, his name was close to the top, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll back that. And I think Tuchel has his, has his, has his German regime, and I don't think it's going to be very easy to get past Chelsea this season. Hmm, I feel that. But yeah, that's that's the one I'll go for because I do think City's defense is looking a bit. It's going to be their biggest weakness this season, if it, you can even call it a weakness. But yeah, I'll give Mendy that young player because I said City would win. I'll be leaning towards giving it to Foden. Though I do think young player of the year should be a change to the award. It should be like rookie of the year. But anyway, that's mm. one of that's one of those things that you just and you just have to walk over. But yeah. I'll lean to give it to Foden but there's a lot of young players who I think would challenge for that like Maurice James if he's and if someone is given like this guy's given enough time at Spurs I think Brian Shield is his name I saw him at a oh look. yeah he, Brian Gill Sevilla he looks, he looks very 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 decent and I think he would but the problem is I think he has a very defensive manager so it'll be hard for him to shine then mm-hmm. have to throw in my 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 young gun. The stop where Saka will be up there as well. But I do think Foden will take it because yeah, championships do talk when it comes mm-hmm. to these individual awards. That's then true. top goal scorer depends on where Kane is playing at the, at the end of the transfer window. He's at Spurs. <laughs> I, if he's at Spurs, I don't think he'll win it. I think if he's at City, I think he will win it. If not, I think Lukaku or yeah, Lukaku or Salah. 
one of those two win it for me because Chelsea create lots of chances and I think Rome does need quite a lot of chances but he will back I think he will back so that will be it'll fit in for him as well very very well especially like like I was mentioning with Reese James and those kind of players around who do supply very good delivery I think he'll have a feast at Chelsea hopefully I'm fingers crossed I hope I'm not jinxing you <laughs> but yeah Nah, don't worry. If if it's coming to jinx about Lukaku, don't it's it's whether he picks up the number nine jersey or not. That's that's the issue. If he doesn't pick up the number nine jersey, I think we'll be like once once I'm to take eleven, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Nah, if you take eleven, I think. Yeah, take eleven, blood. Channel that did your energy. Did he probably told to take eleven? Yeah, he should. Yeah, yeah, they they, yeah, they're boys like that. They should. But yeah, yeah take 11. Play up there, watch them. Are they going to... I don't know. It's that one's difficult. It's very difficult to like pick from the beginning because it'll be easy to try and just say, oh, De Bruyne, De Bruyne. But it's, it's so dependent on so many factors and Owens will bring in, oh, but Bruno gets 20 goals and 16 assists. He should be good. That kind of thing. So I don't know. That one, I'll try. I'll stay on the fence on that one because I can't give you an answer right now. Mm-hmm. Then is there anyone that I've missed? Playmaker, uh, playmaker, yeah. oh, playmaker, oh, playmaker, give Bruno because he will, he will get some, 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 some mean stats this season. <laughs> I feel, yeah, yeah. That, that nah, will, actually, yeah, let me take that back because I'm gonna think I hate Bruno. You play well this season, I do think you play well this season, so you will get good numbers. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right, that's that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment, especially on playmaker. I think, and even like your your player of the year. Like I feel like it's it's a decent assessment, and the young we're on young player of the year. I just hope it's not a championship thing. Otherwise, yeah, like you said, Foden has done the reps. But then, yeah, going on to guess the same five. What are we saying? Then we're gonna go to Simba. The same five. What are we saying, boy? Um. Yes, sir. Player of the year. Oh, this one's tough. You know. I'm going to go for KDB. I think if City do win the Premier League, he's going to be the brains behind that. So, yeah, man, simple KDB. Young player of the year, I'm going to have to back one of my own, man. King Kai, the German assassin, silent killer, um, Cobra Kai, Bando Baby. <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> Um, I think last season we saw the back end. He was starting to grow into the player that we, we signed for him for and the player we've known. And I think he, he had a great Euros. Well, I wouldn't say great, but he had a good Euros despite Germany not being too great. But Kai had a mm. good Euros. And yeah, even just in preseason, he's been looking amazing. And yeah, I think this season, especially now with um, Lukaku, I think yeah, Kai is definitely a player that people should not sleep on and he's definitely gonna he's gonna shine. So yeah, young player of the year, Kai have a top goal scorer. Again, yeah, I think I'll probably lean with what AC was saying. I I'd probably I'll go maybe Kane and Lukaku, simply because with Kane, we're not sure where he's gonna end up. If he does end up at City, I definitely think it's Kane's award to lose. If he doesn't, mm. I still think he was called 24 is comfortably. Because he still has to carry, to be fair. He still has to carry. So, exactly. So, I, I still think he was called 20 goals. But, yeah, it, it just depends. And then, uh, Lukaku, again, Chelsea have created a, a bucket load of chances last season. We've seen some of the misses Timo has missed. And even just our attackers in general, not just him, but our attackers in general. With the proper strike and a proper number nine, we're putting those away. So, I'm definitely go for, for Big Rom. I think those two, 
I can't separate them, but I'll definitely I wouldn't be surprised if one of those two picks up the award. Then playmaker, mm-hmm. this one's another one, another hard one. Again, I might just lean towards KDB. I was gonna say um Siesh, but again, he's just had an injury, so we don't know how long that's gonna take and whether he'll come back as the same player. But I think I'll go for KDB as well to, um, to win that. And Golden Glove. Hey, this is I think I'm gonna go for Sounds hard. Again, I'm going to go for either Mendy or Martinez. I think Mendy, as AC said, took a Chelsea don't concede a lot of goals. We had a very watertight defence. And yeah, Mendy hardly faced any shots. Except versus West Brom. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. No, you didn't have to do us like that, bro. Ten men, by the way. Nah, don't even engage, dude. (laughs) That's tough. That's tough. Don't talk about that, bro. That's a low blow right there. Nah, he's on, he's on smoke. But yeah, I think Mendy, as AC said, Chelsea is a very hard team to break down. And Mendy hardly has to do anything. And even when he is called upon, he makes those crucial saves. So uh, I'm definitely surprised Mendy's up there. And yeah, Martinez, he was strong last season. He left a, a small club to join a bigger club. So oh yeah, man, it's, it's good for him. I think he'll definitely do well this season as, again. Uh, you'll be a strong contender for Golden Gloves. So, yeah, those are my choices. I don't know if I've missed anyone. No, I think you hit every... PFA Young Player of the Year? No, I said Kai. I said Kai. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, so then you're calm. You've hit everyone. Uh, Kai is an interesting inclusion. Yeah, man, don't sleep. Yeah, so... As for me, I think top goal scorer, I'm going to give it to Danny Ings, if all goes well. Uh, go sleep on, go sleep on. Listen, wait, wait, listen. Listen, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's a wrap. That's okay. I don't we don't we don't support traitors yet. Go ahead and explain. Go ahead and explain. <laughs> you see, everyone, you see, everyone's got their different reasons for why I, they say I, that I, I'm I don't saying care that if you that don't you dig a hole and jump in that and he's a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Answer Danny with his chest, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me say why I said Danny Ings. I'm gonna say Danny Ings because AC has pointed this out. Like with the lack of service that that guy has had over the years, the number of goals he scored have been insane. And let's not let's not forget that this man is he's no stranger to finishing top five in the Golden Boot race. Eh? Like he is no stranger at yeah, all. Yeah, he came second so, that season. So to be fair, um, he, he was one. He goal came with, second. He was one so goal that, top. So yeah, fair play. Exactly. So now, as we've mentioned already, if he's someone who can score scrappy goals and he's someone that is going to be getting mad service from people like Buendia, I think that he can do something amazing. Now, I'm not saying that Aston Villa are going to go all the way and win the league because they've got Ings as top goal scorer. I'm not going to say that their defense is watertight. And in that for that very reason, that's exactly why I wouldn't put uh, Martinez in the in the Golden Glove race. I just think it's going to be like you know, like a Kane type of situation where they'll finish in a respectable position. Anyang scored a lot, but because of defensive frailties, you know, they're not going to be as far up as they could be. Now, obviously, this could really blow up. This will probably blow up in my face because you know, at the end of the day, it's Villa. But like I said, I really back the system that they have, the positive football that they have. So I, that's exactly why I put out. That's why I put out Ings as the top goal scorer. Then my next interesting one, I think y'all are actually going to kill me today. My next, my next thing is going to be player, 
PFA Young Player of the Year. And yeah, like AC said, if it's not going to be objective, right, this is also going to be like a rookie. And this guy's name is Tolis. So this guy is got recently signed by Norwich. He was the teenager that scored that he had a 26 GA, obviously in Greece, which is not lit. But like, man, I think man, if man, it, I not want the kids' stats to. This is the one the kids' stats. These are. <laughs> so these are one that could set but like yeah i mean they're, they're they're good guys they're interesting guys they always make sure that you don't miss you know like the lit guys and i think so is someone that um is going to be slipped on i think norwich everyone's going to look at norwich and be like nah cantles that guy but yeah i think it's going to be not just like him alone i think Solis is going to be like doing the heavy work with that then what else do we have uh which i didn't mention golden glove Golden Glove, I think it's going to go to Alisson. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm just saying this because, like, he's in terms of ability. And, yeah, in terms of ability, I think he's the best keeper in the league. And, yeah, I think that'll show. So, Alisson as my Golden Glove. Top goal scorer. I don't know if... Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. PFA player of the year, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there I don't know. Like, if I'm to give you an answer now, I'll probably be lying. But let's just say for now, KDB. That's, you know, that's always the safe option. Yeah, that's always a safe option. I'll take KDB. Is there anything I missed? Nah, nah, I think you got everything there. Did you say the playmaker one? Yeah, wait, playmaker. Playmaker, I didn't say. Ah, I've also got a mad one for that. Playmaker, I rate... Okay, this... I want you guys to remember the definition of playmaker. The equipment goes to the person with the most assists. Yeah. Sancho. That's a very good shot, bro. I missed that one. That's a very good shot. Yeah, I say Sancho. Like, no doubts. I think... Yeah, Bruno's going to be doing like the heavy work. But yeah, Sancho's definitely going to be drawing out a lot of people, you know. Yeah, if they put him on set pieces, that will be even interesting. Because that's where everyone's also stat pad for assists. At least that's why I know what pro stat pads. Those corners at Southampton, Vestergaard in the middle, always a stat pad they had. <laughs> but then Southampton also sold Vestergaard to Leicester just now. It, bro, I told you, that team is playing games. That's the relegation and that we need to rap about. That's the last thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the last thing, the relegation. So, yeah, the three teams that you rate, you guys are going down to the championship. AC, since you've already started, keep it going. Come on, come on. I don't, I don't know. I can't sit down and put three down. I know. I, I, also, think I, I, have I also can't, in, bro. Two <laughs> in my mind where I feel like, yeah, it's, it's going to be tight for them. That's mm. uh, Watford and, and Norwich. But I feel like, yeah, they, that's just... They've joined the league at the wrong time where everyone is trying to step up. Like literally everyone besides maybe Brighton have made big moves trying to move forward with their club, whether it's managerial or whether it's squad. So I, I think they're maybe jumping a bit too high, especially for Norwich, I think, because of just the way they have been like a yo-yo team before. So that's where it's difficult. So I think Norwich and Watford are the teams are put down as solid to go down then i'll say this one out of one where i think it's just time for these ones to dip and that's burnley bro. <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's time for these ones to dip because i'm tired bro i'm tired of that team but yeah it's gonna be tough i think the, the bottom two is two ones that we expect to get relegated i think newcastle southampton burnley and possibly brighton could be down there unless brighton and brentford as well because yeah you can't get these newly promoted teams that so it'll be amongst those that i do think will go down but my two solid ones are Norwich and Watford. Simba, your three relegation teams. You can't um, say United. Okay, cool. Leeds United. Yeah. 
Oh you my got, goodness. Gone to Arsenal. Okay, Tottenham. <laughs> Fair. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Oh my days. You guys are out of pocket. These guys make me do it. But I think, yeah, relegation, I'm just going to keep it short and simple. Norwich, Watford, and torn between Brentford and Southampton. Although I, I, yeah. I agree with AC that I would love Burnley to get relegated. But Burnley are just one of those stubborn teams. Like, no matter how or where, they will always be in the Premier League. So, yeah, I'm stuck between Brentford and Southampton. I think Brentford, again, they're a very exciting team to watch. They've um, played some nice brand of football. But I don't know whether they're going to be able to translate it into the Premier League. And if so, is it sustainable for whole season? So, and again, it also depends on striker Tony. If he's on smoke, then they will survive. If not, then it's curtains for them. And Southampton, another team that, yeah, um, they have signed some good players. Um, quick, quick slide there. Some Chelsea Academy players, best academy in the league, best academy in the world. So, um, I would. Who's denying Paul? Who's, who's, who's denying and saying old? I'm denying. Longevity is more important than that. Right now, Ajax and Barca have been clear for, for longevity. Right no. now, you can take it. You have the best youth coming up right now. But okay. let's be real. Wow, let's wow. Be real. We, we can even say last 10 years, bro. We've been collecting trophies from... Real Some, you sound like a city. You sound like a city person. You're saying this. No, real t- hey, no, no, no. Huh? So when you say, so, okay, fine. So if you're to say who's the best club in the world, who would you talk about? You, you just say Chelsea won the also called the Champions League this season, so they're the best club if You say Madrid because they've won twelve or whatever fifteen Champions yeah, League. Like that. They are the so best. when you sit down, and talk about this, you can't talk about a football patch for the last maybe ten years. Yeah. You have to look back at entire time and who. How much these other big these other big academies have produced, and in terms of not just the superstars, but in terms of producing a team that goes on to represent the club and win European titles with the club, and that's Ajax. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I agree with that. Ajax Academy is is top. I'm not even going to deny it's top. But in the last couple of years, Chelsea Academy has been right up there with all yeah, the best. Yeah, not if I said so, this. That's I said this. At the moment, I didn't speak when you said in the league. That's the truth. I didn't say anything because that's the truth, right? I I made a mistake when I said league. I meant to say the world. I don't know why I said I started. Ah, So, (laughs) this guy, man, flipped back and forth, you know, instantly. But yeah, Southampton, yeah, I think, as I said, they have signed some some good young talents, but they've just lost Danny Young's. And he was the top goal scorer. So, um, I don't know whether that's going to have a massive. impact on their team and yeah even last season toward the the back end of last season present the second half of the season they were awful and yeah i don't know if they continue like that on that trajectory then i think they are really close to to getting relegated so yeah i will have them 17th but yeah brentford watford and norwich are my out three hmm, okay i say brighton after brighton i hope burnley <laughs> I'm really praying for Burnley like everyone's been saying I hope they jump out and I refuse like I don't think nah, Norwich Burn- jump out Burnley's that. staying in bro that's true though but I hope but, Newcastle go out Newcastle bro Newcastle's a oh yeah Newcastle have been yeah all they did was really produce a nice kit but I didn't see like any signings they made it might be John Joe Shelby and prayers they bought the King Joe Lock. he's going he's going for that Van Nistelrooy record soon one of the body, 
<laughs> oh yeah, the body, Rick. Uh, oh wait, so yeah. the so Joe Willock was now a perma- is now a permanent buy. Yeah, twenty five million. I think it happened to today. Oh, he's going for his medical today or tomorrow. Hmm, that's an, yeah, interesting. Ah, uh, but still, I don't think that's going to save him for the drop yeah. if they have to go through it. You know, Newcastle's always in the drop, like in like the early parts of the season already. Anyway, so yeah, makes sense. Anyway. But yeah, those are my guys. Guys, your relegation boys, the three uh, the three people that you see going out. Who, who do you see? I see Norwich because I don't see any structure in that team whatsoever. When they play the bigger teams, they're going to get hit for six. I don't want to say all the promoted teams, but I'll say Watford, same as AC. But my surprise pick is going to be... It's just hard. It's, relegation battle is always so difficult because you don't know who's going to mess up. Or, exactly. But Yeah, but it's, even at Burnley, as you said, low-key can be the Sheffield. But, nah, but Burnley, they know. They, they understand the assignment. I don't know the third one. I don't know. I, I don't know the third one. Yeah, that's... That's exactly like the conclusion that most of us reached. That like, dude, 20th, yeah, you can be sure. But by 19th, 18th day, it's kind of dodgy. But yeah, like on that note, we already, we done, at least for today. We don't know when we're going to release. It's probably like, what, mid, mid Premier League action now. Yeah, and that's another thing. Make sure that y'all enjoy the Premier League action. I know it's going to be hard with Arsenal playing Brentford on Friday, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and the FPL. Thank you, Dicky. Yeah, please join our FPL, like our fancy Premier League. And yeah, show your worth. I'm aiming for a top half finish personally. I don't know what Simba, Gaz and AC are aiming for. I'm avoiding relegation just like my club, bro. That's, uh, that's the goal. That's what's important, huh? I feel that. I feel that. But yeah. I'm playing this season, so come on. He's lying. He's lying. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. He made the league. Of course he's playing. Like I'm not playing. Was... Like, seriously. Okay, it's all going to be four fun and games until your man is now all of a sudden like finishing in the top ends and saying, okay, but guys, I was playing. But yeah, here's your boy. Guys, where do you expect to finish? And knowing the boy is staying silent because he's already aiming for like that top three, top three. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to say one more time. Make sure you join our league. And if you want to get like in-depth details on how Football Talk is run, please join our Discord. It's in our link tree on our IG bio. So yeah, otherwise, that's it from us. We hope you all have a good rest of the week. And yeah, enjoy the Prim.